welcome back to the Lake and Real Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. All right, so we just finished up the mini a mini series with the Houston Rockets. Tonight we played the Oklahoma City Thunder, which I will get you guys a podcast out about that tomorrow. Um, but right now we're talking about the mini series against the Rockets. I already talked about the first game, so I'm not gonna talk about that first game. If y'all want to hear my thoughts on that first game, the Markeith Morris versus the uh DeMarcus Cousins and all that drama and all that good stuff that happened in that game. Make sure y'all go ahead and um check out my live stream, Sportscaster. It's on Twitch. It's on Sportscaster, it's on Twitch, it's on YouTube. So you can find that live stream. Listen to my thoughts there for that first game. Um as for the second game, we're gonna get into that second game tonight. I wanna introduce some to y'all. I'm gonna start adding a in other NBA news. You know, we want to talk about our Lakers, but they got some other juice going on too that we're gonna have to, you know, address. So we're gonna start that tonight. We definitely gonna start that tonight. Um, Lakers beat the hell out of the Rockets so bad. Now James Harden is headed to the Brooklyn Nets. That's gonna be the topic in our other NBA news today. The first, the first topic of this segment. Um, but without further ado, let's talk about this 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 little mini series we had. Well, I guess I can't say we're gonna talk about the mini series because we're gonna talk about one game. If you don't know, now you know. Laker on podcast is a part of the Crossover Network. Go ahead and give them a follow at Crossover Three Six Five. That is on Instagram and that's also on Twitter. While you had it, go ahead and give me a follow. On Instagram at Laker underscore Rum Pod and on Twitter at RAE underscore G33. Again, that's RAE underscore G33. There you'll get my live tweets, my live reactions to everything, and a good time. So, the Lakers beat the hell out the Rockets. A beautiful, beautiful, beautiful game for them. Defensive-wise, everywhere. They were everywhere on the defensive side. Like, literally everywhere. Blocking shots, getting steals, contesting shots. It was beautiful to see one of the one of the most beautiful games they played this season. And I don't know if it's because, you know, the Rockets were so their chemistry and all that stuff is just so off because of the James Harden um issues or, you know, of where we were that locked in. But I think it was mostly us being that locked in. I mean, I think that this team, the Rockets had a lot going on and their focus was nowhere near ours. But that ain't none of our business. We came to play, we're gonna continue to play. We don't give a damn what you got going on because nobody cared when the Lakers had turmoil. They was beating the hell out of us. All the teams was running through us. Do y'all remember 2017 and all that? So we had 17 wins and stuff, and no team felt any sympathy about what we were going through. They didn't care that we didn't have a star. They didn't care about nothing. They just knew the Lakers was down and we're going to kick them while they're down. And I'm not saying that the Lakers kicked the Rockets while they're down, but we don't got no sympathy is what I'm saying. None. Not one inch of sympathy. Nope. Nope. We come to play. We come to win. And that's what it is. Every game is about us getting better. And I feel that the Los Angeles Lakers definitely got better after this Houston Rockets miniseries. And I think their chemistry is getting even more better. They have beautiful chemistry. Um, They're gelling. Um, And the fact that this team is not even giving 100% effort. Like, they're still kind of coasting in, in a sense, right? They're still like 75 80% locked in you know what I'm saying but what's gonna happen when this team fully engage and fully just lock in like obviously the Los Angeles Lakers are better and why do I keep saying the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> I keep saying the whole damn day obviously the Lakers are a better team than Houston Rockets and they showed that and they didn't have to give their you know their full you know undivided 
that dog, that craziness that they give during the playoffs, right? Um, they just gave them, they just gave y'all a little sample. You feel me? Like a little same, same, and um, tap that, tap that on them. It was, you know, the game is over when you see Quinn Cook and you see Duds. Well, Duds didn't play, but once you see Quinn Cook and you see my boy McKinney, man, don't I don't want to hear no hate on Alfonso McKinney. I like that kid, <laughs> but when he's in the game, you know it's a blowout. Game over. Game is over. The game been over. Seriously, the Lakers came out and just jumped on them. Bron just made everything look easy, just coasting, chilling. My man sat there and made a bet with Dennis Schroeder, right? Took that three and then turned around and looked at the bench. Splash. I mean splash. And we all like, okay, y'all clowning now. And now y'all playing up by 30 on these boys. Up by 30. Houston didn't even show no fight back. They just knew. This team is better. This this team is better. We're going to take our air. We're going to take it on the chin. And I feel like that really, really, you know, prompted them for this trade because then Harden comes out and says some shit, you know, talking about how he don't think that the relationship can be repaired. And then the game, the first game of this miniseries, he said, you know, the Lakers are just a better team and all this stuff. And he basically was saying that the Houston Rockets, they're just not a good team, period. And, you know, I think that prompted more because how do you go back to your team when you kind of bash them like that, right? Um, Again, the Lakers just does that. <laughs> that team ain't been right since the Lakers whooped their ass in the playoffs. I mean, this is what this team is capable of. This Laker team is something else. I don't see how people hate on them. Like, they play beautiful basketball. But, you know, haters going to be haters. Like, everybody hates the Laker brand. But, um, yeah, so LeBron went to work, of course, had a, a solid game. And um, I'm like, dang, this, this first half is the LeBron show. I said, all right, so AD going to get you some, too. I think LeBron had about 25 points um, that game. Easy 25 points, man. Just easy. He just made it. He just picked and chose his spots just nicely. Um, I'm like, damn, dude, you going to break a sweat or what? It's, it just looks too easy for you right now. Just, you know, just toying with them, bagging they people, people down, turning around jump shots, hitting threes on them, and, and swishing them, y'all. He wasn't just, like, calling bank or – Barely making these threes. It was, choo, choo, choo. and I'm like, dang, you're not playing, bro. So, Brown had 26, 8, and 5. That's a typical LeBron game, of course, but like I said, just made it look like butter, baby. AD had 19 and 10 with two assists. One thing about AD, once again, he hasn't, he hasn't had to have a monster game for us to win games. And that's why I said that this team is so deep that they, you know, they have so many people that can contribute to a win that our, our two superstars right now don't have to go crazy scoring 40 and 50 points just to get us a win because we're so deep. So AD, double-double, you know, 19 and 10, solid. I'm so used to AD scoring like 27. I'm like, dang, you only had 19. What was you doing out there? <laughs> nah, but um, I think he was solid. What did he – yeah, heck yeah. Dude, seven for eight. He only took eight shots. And that's how you tell – he didn't really have to do that. You know, Brown, 10, uh, 10 of 20. 50%. Like, it was just a very a real efficient night for us, man. For real, for real. Let's move on down. Of course, uh, Dennis Schroeder with 14 points, three rebounds, three assists. To me, it's very clear that Schroeder is our third star of this team. It's clear. It's just clear. Um, He just he just got that swag, man. He just plays his game, does what he does. And when Bron and AD don't have it, we usually he usually comes up and, you know, drop a shot, get a steal, or do something to help us um, 
get back on track. So he our third scorer. Marcus All with five points, four rebounds, five assists, two steals, two blocks. Now he played twenty one minutes. Um, that's that's solid too. That's solid too. I would like to see the rebounds go up, but you got AD on the side of you too, so they gonna have to share that. They gonna have to share that load. Um, what stands out, of course, is the five assists and the two steals and two blocks. Playing defense, just playing playing defense. Same thing with AD. AD had five blocks, man. Playing defense. Y'all bet not, NBA. Y'all bet not. Still my man's defensive player of the year this year. Give it to him because y'all robbed him. Y'all robbed that man last season. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. Um. So let's move on, man. KCP. My dog KCP so far, man. I just, I, I, it's just so amazing how we just, how I just changed on KCP, man. I said my dog. Did y'all hear me? I said my dog KCP. <laughs> I'm loving the way he been playing lately, man. Starting from last season, um, he gave us 14 points, three rebounds, one assist, three steals. Playing defense. They're playing defense. Defense to offense. Defense gonna make your offense so much more easier. Crazy how they kept missing those dunks because he missed the dunk. It started with John Wall. John Wall missed the dunk, got hung on the dunk. Then KCP got hung on the dunk on the rim. And then I believe was it Trez? Trez got hung. So I'm like, what's up with them rims? We all trying to figure out what's up with that court. Um, but, yeah, KCP came in. Not, nice three-point shooting in the corner doing his thing. And we, we moving on, we're moving on along with Kyle, Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma, man. He had an impactful game today. 11 points, 11 rebounds. He had one assist. So, one thing I think about Kuz is I see him, I see his effort, right? I don't I don't take that away from him. His, he does try. He does try. But I think he just sometimes he just needs to go up harder. Like it was a play where he I guess he tried to get like a putback and he kind of tipped it and he just oh, just fell on the floor. And I'm like, "Bro, bang it." You better bang that, go up hard with it, catch the ball, and dunk it back. Like, don't try to tip it and be cute with it. Be nasty with it, bro. Be nasty. Just be nasty with it, dog. Like, don't even try to be cute with it. Ain't trying to be cute. Who you trying to be cute for? We trying to win, boy. Um, But that's one thing I can say about Kuz at the, for this game was just that I just, he was, like, so, like, <laughs> like, just trying to tip it in like that. I'm like, nah, nah, bro. You got to, you got to, man, mash that thing in there. Um, and then sometimes y'all know he get a little cute with the passes, but so far he had a solid game, four four of six shooting, sixty six percent. Um, and if we moving on to the next player, of course Trez, fourteen and four with uh, one assist. Now here's the thing, Trez is like I keep saying every time we talk about Trez, he's he's just the energizer bunny man. He just go get his, he just go get it. I love it. It's, I mean, <laughs> a lot of people talk about his defense, but I don't think he fooled on defense. I think that he can improve, and I think under Frank Vogel and our Lakers, he will improve. I know he will. Um, but this is another solid game for him, for sure. This is another solid game for him. Once again, he got two blocks also playing defense. Playing defense, man, playing defense. Um, and then Caruso didn't score any points, but he got six rebounds. With three assists and one steal. No, I'm sorry. Three steals. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the Lakers wasn't playing. <laughs> they wasn't playing last night. It's like almost every player got a freaking steal. That's crazy. 
They was not playing last night. All right, so we're going to move along. Um, Taylor Horn Tucker, four points, two rebounds, four assists, one steal. Okay, he didn't shoot well. Yeah, one for eight night, but that's fine. That It happens. He can bounce back tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder, of course. And then Keith got to play, actually. Because <laughs> remember, last last game he got ejected. At least he got to play. We got to, you know, put some points up. Seven points, three rebounds, one assist, one block. Once again, playing defense. It's like every player. Okay, so it looks like, honestly, almost every player except Kyle Kuzma has gotten in this game a block or a steal. Like, that's crazy. Playing defense, y'all. That just that defense mentality, man. That defensive mentality just take you a long ass way for sure. And of course, Clint Cook came in with three points. Um, I found the McKinney one rebound. Nobody else scored. Um, but yeah, solid game for us. Running him out the park, up by thirty at one point. Just doing all the good, all the good, and just doing what needs to be done. I'm so proud of him for not letting their foot off the gas. Because you know, sometimes we like to get a lead and we get complacent. Then that team comes back, and then we're like sweating it out because this thirty point lead is now five point lead going into the fourth quarter with. I don't know, let's see, three minutes left, and we like, damn, we just had a 30-point lead, and now we got a five-point lead going into the third, I mean, going into the fourth quarter with three minutes. That's anybody's game, right? And sometimes our Lakers get complacent, and we know that. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. As a fan base, we know how they get sometimes, so I'm just excited. I'm happy that they didn't do that in this game. They kept a foot on the gas and kept going. They just kept going until, until you know, game was over, so... That's going to do it for this episode on the Lakers versus Rockets miniseries. So now let's talk about in other NBA news segment. This is our new segment. I was telling you guys that I am going to introduce. I don't know if it'll be every game. I mean, every podcast, I think mostly mostly we'll talk about hot stuff. You know, there's, there's the crazy stuff that's happening, the breaking news. We'll do that and maybe, you know, it all depends. But this is definitely a segment I want to add and you know, give my give my thoughts on these things. So let's talk about it, man. So now the Rockets lose to the Lakers pretty bad. Two games straight. You know, like I said earlier, James Harden went out, said a few things, and it was like from there, you know, how do you how do you come back from that? How do you go back to playing and practicing with this team when you as the star player, pretty much like the captain, pretty much said your team is not good. Your team is not good enough. How do you think your teammates will feel? So it's like, at this point, Houston had to trade him, right? Houston had to do something because every game that I've seen, which is only these two games, he hasn't been himself. You could tell he's not playing no effort. He's just like, I don't care. Like, really, just get me up out of here, bro. Like, I don't want to be here. Y'all still got me here, G. Get me up out of here. And that's just how he was playing. Like, he didn't care. He just wanted to get the hell up out of Houston. Now he's he's done that. He's accomplished that. He wanted to go to Brooklyn. Now he is in Brooklyn with Kyrie. He's in Brooklyn with KD. Um, who won this trade, y'all? Who do you guys think won this trade in the end? Um, because when I first looked at it, I was like, they did what? And they got who for what? And now I'm looking back at it, and I'm like, I mean, they really wasn't going to get much because of, how hard it was playing, his trade value went down. So the Rockets received Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, 
uh, dang, I don't know how to say it, Crocoots, Crow, whatever his name is, that dude in, in Brooklyn that shoot the threes. <laughs> That's <laughs> Y'all know who I'm talking about. They got three Brooklyn first-rounders. They got one first-rounder from, uh, from Milwaukee, and then they got four Brooklyn first-round swaps. So they got a bunch of a bunch of um they got a bunch of of picks and then so the Nets get Harden and the Pacers get Karis LeVert and a second rounder and the Cavs got Jared Allen the Cavs got Jared Allen and Terion Prince. So man, now I'm looking at this trade and I'm like, okay. The the Rockets obviously chose to do a full rebuild, right? And then again, it's like not really. You got Oladipo, you got John Wall there. That's not a terrible restart. It's not like they get just a bunch of no name players and some and some picks. Um, they got some pretty some pretty good players. Are they gonna be James Harden good? No, but Oladipo's not. He's not terrible. So you know they got a, a solid a solid you know return for James Harden. I probably would have liked more. Like, but you gotta understand that. The way that James Harden killed his trade stock, it's almost like Houston couldn't come back and say, nah, give me Kyrie Irving. Because the Nets, who knows? The Nets probably was like, hell nah, we ain't give you Kyrie Irving. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure if they could, they probably would. But then again, you can't have Kyrie Irving and John Wall. But then again, I think you can because John Wall is a combo guard. So they could have. They could have asked for Kyrie Irving in return. Why they didn't? Who knows? Who knows? I don't. I don't know why. I think that Harden killed his trade so much that this probably was something that the Nets, that not the Nets, Houston, you know, probably said, okay, this is probably one of the best. This is probably one of the best trades that we're going to get because what was, I don't know what Philly was offering. I know Philly had something circling around Ben Simmons. If it was me, I don't know. I might want to go with Ben Simmons, but the thing with Ben Simmons is he can't shoot. But then his passing and all the other things he do, I mean, that'll be that'll be really good, it, you know. But I'm just, you know, when you think about it, guys, it's like he just killed his trade stock, man. So so Houston couldn't really ask for too much at all. Like, say, I think they made out pretty solid with this. I don't – I'm trying to figure out why the hell did uh, the Pacers trade Victor like that. That was random just to trade him to the Houston like that. I mean, but then didn't they have some stuff coming out? About him wanting to go to another team, and then he said he's he's dedicated to the Pacers. Who knows? You know who knows. And then the Pacers got Karis LeVert, which Karis LeVert is a nice, nice young player. I think if I'm Houston, I probably would have tried to keep him, but they did get Vic. So, I mean, you don't want too many redundant players. And then where the hell did the Cavs come from? <laughs> Trading for Jared Allen and Terion Prince, like so the Cavs got. Jared Allen, JaVel McGee, and um, Andre Drummond. Like, why the hell they got so many centers? Y'all can pass us one. We need one. Just let us get one of them. Let us get Jared Allen. <laughs> let us get him, man. Uh, but maybe, maybe they they going to uh, wave or buy out something with JaVel McGee or the, the least strongest of the, 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 um, the centers. I don't know. So, who won this trade? To me, I think – that Houston came out solid. I think that at first I didn't think so because I didn't see all the picks that they got. I mean, you could always flip these picks, so it depends on how smart they are. I think it depends on how smart they are and what they do with these picks. And to me, that may determine 
on if they won that trade or not. Because they, they, they handcuff, guys. They handcuff. It wasn't like they can just go up in there and say, give me KD. Because, you know, the Nets wasn't going to budge. Y'all know that. So, I don't know. I don't know what they could have, you know, asked for. Maybe this is the best one they, they could have gotten. Um, but I think that it depends on what they do with these picks. But it's crazy how the Nets just gave up so, so many picks, man. And they kind of depleted their depth. You know, they don't have that much depth. Like, now they don't. So, let's check out. I can't. I think I'm going to have to wait to see that. But, yeah, they, they gave up a lot of their bench players. They gave up Jared Allen. Well, was he? Yeah. They gave up Jared Allen. They gave up Karis LeVert. They gave up Terion Prince. They gave up the Caruso guy. Um, and I'm surprised that nobody asked for Joe Harris. If I'm the Rockets, I probably would have asked for Joe Harris, too. All about you got to give me Joe Harris because he could shoot. That can take that could uh, help me with some of my shooting. I would have been like, yep, Joe Harris. I need Joe Harris, and I, and it's too crazy. I didn't ask for him. Lakers, do you do I think? And these are questions that I'm thinking to myself. Nobody wrote these in. I'm just thinking of stuff that that will pop up. Um, if it was the Lakers versus Nets finals, I think the Lakers would still win that. Um, because Here's the thing. We don't know if it's going to work. They look good on paper, right? They look good on paper, but we all know how that goes. It has to transpire to the court. Now it's a super team. It's a super team. Now you got KD, you got Kyrie, and you have James. So I don't know if I trust them. I trust KD, of course. KD going to do what KD do. But Kyrie and James, Kyrie not even with his team right now, bro. Like, Kyrie just doing what Kyrie want to do. Like, Kyrie's not – he don't give a fuck about the NBA right now. He care, he care about his check. But Kyrie is in his own world right now. I pretty, He probably don't even care that the Nets got James Harden. He's probably like, I don't care. I'm doing what I do. Um, And then you got James Harden that maybe he'll start playing more motivated because he got out of his Houston situation, right? But he is known to disappear in the playoffs too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like – I don't know if I trust that. I don't know if I trust that. And then you're going up against a Lakers team that's been together, right? They they they're gelling. Their core has been together. Their core start already know each other, right? This is the reigning champions of the NBA. It's not going to be a walk in the park because you got KD, you got Kyrie, and you got James Harden. Yes, they look good on paper, but it's not going to be a walk in the park against the Lakers. Like, don't man. It's not even because I'm a fan of the Lakers. Just just being. Being a basketball fan and watching basketball, you should know that. You can't look on this at, at these three players and say that's a championship, like Skip Bailey says right now. Talk about let me go get my, let me go get my Nets jersey. Get the this guy, <laughs> this guy, man. He just he just trolls us, y'all. He just trolls us all the damn time. But um, if there was a Lakers versus Net, Net, uh, Net, Nets, I think that the Lakers still win. Um, I don't know how well this trade. Will work. It's only one ball. All three of them are ball dominant um, and ISO players. So we got to see who's going to be willing to sacrifice for the bet for the betterment of the team. You know, I know KD knows how to because he played with Steph and 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 Clay. But that's this is a whole nother. This is this is different. This is different, ladies and gentlemen. This is different. This is not the same. This is not the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, no, this is different. So we got to see. You know, he going to have to step up big time as a leader, for real. He KD definitely going to have to show a lot of leadership in this in the, with this team. You know, more than he has ever had to display, if you ask me. Um, 
So will it work? We that's that's to be seen. They they look good on paper, y'all. They do look good on paper. Like I said, they you know they don't have that much depth anymore, and that does matter. But it's something that's to be seen, man. It's to be seen. And I don't know, man. Maybe next time we'll, we'll get to talk about who we're going to see coming out the East. But, you know, I usually talk about that during the playoff, uh, near the playoff time. So, yeah, this is the first of our In Other NBA News segment. Let me know how y'all feel about it. How do y'all feel about it? How do y'all like the segment? Do y'all like me, you know, deviating away from the Lakers and talking about other things that's going on in the NBA do y'all dislike it let me know how y'all feel about it let me know if it's something that you guys want me to add to the show let me know if it's something that you guys want me to take away from the show you know I just want to make it better a better listening experience for you guys because this show is not just for me it's for y'all too y'all got to sit here and listen to me talk for 20 minutes and I just want it to be a pleasure um, so that's going to do it for this episode of Lake Around Podcast. And um, i like to thank you guys for tuning in. Have a good night. I'm out. <laughs>